Hi everybody, my name is Landon Arias. Thanks for listening to episode 167 of the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. Welcome to the Vortex Apologetic, where substance reigns over mindless entertainment. Because biblical truth matters in a profound, timely, and urgent way in a lost and dying world. And now, introducing your humble servants in Jesus Christ, Ricardo, a.k.a. B, Arenas, and Jeff, the Brain, Claiborne. Father in heaven, we thank you, Lord, for your grace and your mercy, Lord, for blessing us each and every day, Lord. I thank you for my brother, the Brain, Lord. Thank you for his life, Lord. Thank you for blessing him, Father. Uh, out there in the East Coast, Lord, I'm grateful, Father, that he's uh, uh, just uh, being blessed, Father, in a completely new state for him, for Lord. He's very much accommodating, uh, accommodating himself and his family to the new state, new place to live, Lord. And I, I thank you, Father, because I know you put everything together uh, for him and his family to be together out there, Lord. And uh, Father, I just pray that you continue to bless him, Lord. Uh, Father, I pray that today as we do this podcast, Father, it's a blessing not only to the listeners, but us as well, Lord. And Father, let us always uh, remember uh, on this Memorial Day, Lord, um, you know, all those uh, soldiers, Father, that uh, whom life was lost, Father, and uh, their service, Father, to this wonderful country that you have blessed us to be able to live in, Lord. Thank you for the time you give us to gather together, Lord, and, and uh, talk uh, daily news and uh, everything that happens in our world, Lord. And uh, Father, let us always stay true to your word, Father. Help us to be wise, discerning, Father, and uh, help us to always, Father, um, lead podcasts in a way, Father, that uh, glorifies you, Father, but brings encouragement. It is challenging to those that listen, Lord. Thank you for blessing us the way we're able to do it, Lord. And I uh, pray that you bless us throughout uh, this week, Lord. And uh, in everything that we do, let us uh, honor and glorify your name, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. My brother. Hey, brother. How you doing? Doing, brother. Doing. You doing? Yeah, you had a busy week, I understand. Oh, it was yeah. busy. Yeah. yeah. I'm so grateful that we uh, decided to record uh, two podcasts. Too. Yes, and that it way, that better. second one, a cover that week. <laughs> yep. But uh, yeah, yeah, just been busy. Up. Yeah, it's always come something up, right, bro? We're yeah, always uh, on the fly, kind of doing things, which yeah. we like. I mean, we we've always said we're gonna do this podcast just on the fly, right? You know, and, and uh, praise the Lord, it worked out. It worked out good. Cool. Well, I'm not sniffling this week. I know you sound way better. Yeah, I'm much better now. But now Gabe's sick. Uh oh. Hey, well, you know that's what happens. Uh, you pass it around. Yeah, things get passed around. But I, I didn't. I didn't. I'm not the one who contaminated it. He must have got it at work. So, ah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> oh so, man. Yeah, but a lot so, of people are getting sick at at church. A lot of people are sick. Even this week, yeah. our attendance was a little low, but there was a bunch of families that I apparently been passing it around. So. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's not anything that's serious, 
But I don't think they're going to be focusing on that. Uh, but there's a there's something else that they're focusing on right now. Mm-hmm. The, whole, the whole monkey pox thing. They're making a big <laughs> deal out of that. Before, I mean, I mean, you, before you move on, I saw somebody created a meme. Those funny pictures, right? And they were showing like the vaccine for the monkey pox. <laughs> What's up? I can't even imagine. You want to? You want to know what it is? So it's a uh, gentleman, a gentleman with his head t- his head tilted back, and somebody shoving a banana down his nose. <laughs> uh, if you said a banana in his mouth, that'd be even that'd be better. But it, oh, oh, it was in his nose. <laughs> oh, brother. So who comes up with these memes? But anyway, I, I'm not sure, bro. But some of this stuff is so twisted, funny that it's twisted, like, twisted but humorous minds come up with this stuff. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Oh, but um, yeah, Fox has been around for 50 years. Yeah, and uh, now all of a sudden it's a problem. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, you know, I mean, they had to find something else to, to do shutdown downs with. They had to find some something else, some other health crisis to start shutting us down. Oh, and monkey, monkey pox is the best they could do. <laughs> the monkeys are like, what do we do? What the heck? <laughs> the you know what's funny? Do. The crazy yeah. thing too- <laughs> you know, supposedly the examples of the, what monkeypox looks like. There were some pictures that were, you know, uh, uh, put on different uh, websites. Even the news, you know, adopted those pictures. Well, the picture was like some, so I don't know how many years back, 10, 15, 20 years ago, mm-hmm. of somebody got, they got this rare disease, which I guess it was monkeypox. It is so rare. They, yeah. yeah. They were taking that picture from 15, 20 years ago and trying to use it as if somebody is now you know, has the monkey pox and this is what it looks like. Oh man. I'm like, dude, the news so, cannot. <laughs> so they haven't lost enough credibility yet. They've got to nope. work on losing more. Nope. They, they yeah. got to work the way. Keep, keep digging the hole deeper, right? <laughs> exactly. I mean, oh, like, you can't trust anything. These people that these newscasters say anymore. Nothing. Nope. Nothing. Not that. If there's, you, Hey, do you know how newscaster is lying? How? His lips is moving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yep. Yep. They move a lot, too. Yeah, they move a lot. <laughs> they move a lot. Oh, my God. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but whichever way they can control us, right? <clears throat> they're going to try yeah, to whatever do whatever, they can whatever find, possible. Whatever they can use. You know, they're, man. they're desperate now because things are happening and it's not looking pretty for them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with that said, why don't we move on into maybe some real news that they actually reported on this uh, week, which is very sad news, brother. And there's a Texas school shooting out there in uh, the city of Uvalde, Texas. Uh, at least they got that right, the uh, the news. <laughs> but unfortunately, yeah, there was a uh, young man, too. I believe he was 18 years old. That uh, his day started with shooting his grandma in the face. And apparently, um, the story goes that I believe she survived. Um, She was able to actually call 911. But in the midst of that, he drove off. And he was, uh, he had, I believe, two rifles with him and a handgun. And he drove to the nearest school, which was in Evalde. 
um, barricaded himself in a little kid's classroom, brother, who I believe there were uh, seven through about 10 years old in that class. And uh, I believe the total children killed was 19, brother. So uh, two adults as well. And it's Texas Elementary School. Uh, this happened on Tuesday of this past week. Um, they started to identify, you know, all the victims. Uh, a lot of sad stories, brother. Sad, sad, sad stories. I mean, uh, from the responders, uh, there was a responder uh, that was helping a little girl who was injured. Uh, and the little girl kept crying and crying, uh, talking about her friend, her best friend being killed. Uh, when the first responder asked, you know, who's this little girl's name, you know, and he wanted to continue conversation, try to, you know, um, calm her down a little bit when, uh, I don't remember the, the little girl's name, but when she said the name, brother, the responder just broke down. It was his daughter, bro. His, his daughter that he was treating or his daughter that his daughter whom the little girl he was treating was her best friend. His and oh. that's how he found out his daughter had died. He was she was oh, shot. My it was that wow. story. I mean, it brought tears to my eyes because I mean, here's this gentleman, you know, helping this little kid and trying to keep uh, maintain a conversation, you know, to keep him calm a little bit. <clears throat> well, they, 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 they and they finds get, out, you know. Yeah, well, they have to get named for other reasons too, but it's it you know, has to do with records. And, um, you know who know who you're transporting to the hospital and build a rapport. And, I mean, there's a lot more to it. Oh, but, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. know this stuff way better than I do. I mean, yeah, but uh, but man, that is that. How did he? You know, <sighs> how do you continue to do your job at that point? Exactly. I mean, that it is, was. Wow. Oh, wow. Well, you know, um, that's not the only shooting. I'm going to talk about that one, but there's just to give a quick brief. There was also one in Tennessee. Six wounded in a shooting in Chattanooga, Tennessee, reported uh, yesterday. Um, and then uh, there's one dead and seven injured in Oklahoma, festival shooting, reported mm. yesterday on the Epoch Times. 21 shot, four dead in Chicago over the weekend, Memorial weekend. Uh, and uh, and then there's the one in uh, that was in Buffalo, New York, mm -hmm. on the yep, 17th. Yeah, there was one in Buffalo, that's right. Yeah, so the, the, there's... You know, this is starting to be a pattern, uh, and I don't think they are um, isolated incidents. Personally, mm, okay. I don't. I think they're related. I don't think they are. Uh, I don't think it's this is just a coincidence. Mm. Uh, there are people in our wicked and corrupt government. I hate to say that, but it, it's true that our experts at manipulating the minds of people. Mm. And um, I believe they're putting out possibly, and this is my belief, I can't prove it, just my opinion, false flags, which is a, an opera, which something that's real that actually happens. But the reason it happens is to divert our attention from something else or to push a particular agenda. Mm. Yeah, I find it interesting that the Texas shooting occurred at the same time that the NRA convention was occurring in Texas, mm. in Houston. Yeah. Uh, 
and then they start, suddenly just start pushing to get rid of the Second Amendment or the, the gun control and all that again. Same old, same old. Right. I found also find it disturbing that the, the police department waited as long as they did go in. Yeah. Yeah. That that somebody either gave them bad intel or told them to stand down. Mm. Somebody in the command staff and somebody must have must have got to someone in the camp command staff to do that. Meanwhile, uh, a uh, gentleman who worked for the Border Patrol, who was getting a haircut. Yep. His daughter goes to that school. Mm-hmm. When, when his wife texted him, who was also a teacher in that school, what was going down, he jumped out of the barber chair. He uh, confis- he, he borrowed the shotgun, the sharp, the barber shotgun. Yeah. Runs to school, organizes um, a um, an entry with his other Border Patrol agents. They rescue a bunch of kids out of a window. And then it was the border patrol that went in and took out the shooter. Mm, wow. Heroic. That's a heroic, uh, um, display. Yeah. But I, I am, I am upset with that police department. Yeah. And um, apparently brother, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but I mean, you were talking about, there was somebody there that had to, well, reports are coming that, uh, the police chief, whom is the actual one that hindered the response to shooting, had just recently gone through active shooter training. Uh, so he needs, to be fi- he needs to be fired. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come he on. He needs to be fired yesterday. That fresh training and, you know. yeah. I, I, went, I went through that training once a year when uh-huh. I was in, in, in law enforcement. And it, it the protocol is the same across the entire country after Columbine. Mm. It is to go in immediately. Yeah. Do not hesitate. Do not, you know, pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Go in immediately. Right. And take out that shooter. And you even, and we're even, we were even trained to pass up the wounded to go after the shooter. Mm-hmm. First priority is to take down that shooter. Priority number one, and then you can get the wounded taken care of. Mm. You're getting the wounded out. Right. Because. After after the initial clearing, where you're taking out the shooter, now the SWAT team has to go in and do a second clearing to make mm. sure there was no second or third shooters that were hiding or trying to escape the area. Um, but if they're hiding, they're going to go in and, and find them and take them out. Yeah, uh, yeah, or, or arrest them. You know, depending on the situation. But um, that's how it works, and that police chief had the exact wrong response mm. the way he responded was it's as if they had a barricaded suspect when you have a barricaded suspect you set a perimeter you set up um you know your your patrol units initially respond they're going to set up the perimeter they're, they're going to bring in the negotiator negotiator's going to try to make contact and SWAT team's going to be standing by now uh, if they can talk him out, great. They can get him into custody without loss of life, great. But uh, the, if the SWAT team has to go in, it's not going to be pretty. And mm-hmm. the thing is, is that uh, that's the last resort in a barricade, barricaded suspect, right? Mm-hmm. But absolutely. But uh, 
but that's how that you slow everything down in that situation. And there, there was that shooting in uh, San Ysidro in San Diego many years ago. It was before I, 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 before I was with San Diego PD, they had a shooting. And um, it was at the McDonald's. Oh, down in San Ysidro. Remember that one? I remember and that one. And I got they, a little they, bit of a story on that one, bro. Right. They rolled in and treated it as a barricaded suspect because mm-hmm. they had no other way of doing it. They didn't have it. Now, the officers, the, the um, you know, the, the street patrol officers, you know, the patrol officers, they yeah. wanted to go in. They wanted to immediately go in and take this guy out. But the, the commander that was still en route to the scene told them, no, you wait, don't do anything until I get there. Mm-hmm. And there was a tremendous loss of life because of that. So, so these command staff uh, officers, uh, you know, the commanders and the, uh, the lieutenants and the chiefs and the under chiefs and so forth, uh, they could really mess things up badly when they can make a bad decision and it could destroy everything. You know, it can mess, mess a lot of things up, mm-hmm. but um I am not happy because that is that is the protocol all across the country. So my question is, who got to that chief? Mm. Why was were they waiting? Why were they told to wait? Those are questions that everybody needs to be asking, and not just okay, fire the chief as the fall guy. Who told the chief to hold back? Yeah, that's my question. Mm. I want I want answers to that because I am thinking somebody in the, the federal government is is the one who did that mm. for the reason for political reasons basically for politics just like with the Capitol Police on January 6 and the crap that they did on January 6 letting people in and then tell, calling them insurgents yeah yeah those doors, Don't open from the outside, folks. They are magnetically sealed from the inside. The Capitol Police had to open those doors to let those protesters in on the January the 6th and invite them into the Capitol building. But what's the news telling you? Lie, 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 lie. That's all they're telling you is a bunch of lies. Mm -hmm. And those people have been detained for over a year in the D.C. jail in violation of the Fifth Amendment. They need to be let out or brought to trial. Yep. They've already violated the, the Constitution. On that grounds alone, they should be able to be let out. Mm. But they but this is this is ridiculous. Our government, our federal government is completely and utterly out of control. And I blame them for these shootings. Mm-hmm. I blame their rhetoric for it. And I blame they're false flag operations for it. Yeah. It, it, it angers me when I, that happened. I'm with you. I'm with you. And you see, brother, and I'm, I'm grateful that you're bringing all this up. The reason being because this is how evil our government can be. What a perfect opportunity so that they can start, you know, putting more control over the uh, citizens of the United States. Guess what? Now they're going to push for stricter gun laws. And gun control. Oh, right. what a perfect opportunity. Look at this. We told you, everybody, it's the guns. We don't control those guns now. We got to take them away. We're going to make it even harder for anyone to, to uh, uh, you know, obtain a gun. But, bro, 
people like you and I, people that believe in Jesus Christ and we hold to the, the word of God, we're going to get a little theolo theological here and I want to get your input. And the question for me is going to be, is it gun control? Is it that's the solution? Is it because, you know, uh, these people that buy the guns are the ones who are going to commit these evil crimes? Or, as I've been thinking about this and I've been seeing the shootings, it's not the gun control, it's the guns. I blame it on absentee fathers, not guns, that are the problem. A little bit of, a, a, of you know, just so, so we can kind of discuss this, brother. Uh, so, that's a, a that's father... A, um... A father who go ahead. Go oh ahead. yeah, okay. I was gonna set it up for you. A father who does doesn't value his child's life is teaching his child a person's life is invaluable. That's seventy. That's why seventy five percent of the most cited school shooters in America are fatherless, and that's why fatherless boys are two hundred and seventy nine percent more likely to carry guns for criminal behavior. Okay, and then. The father of um, of the teen, he was a teenager, 18 years old, who murdered the nineteen children and two adults in Uvalde. He said, this is what he said, he probably will have shot me too, because he would always say that I didn't love him. So, those things are deep, brother. And then, lastly, mm -hmm. school shootings have increased in America. Gun ownership hasn't. Gun laws are also more strict than ever before. So since gun ownership hasn't increased and since gun laws actually are more strict than ever, guns are not the problem and gun control isn't the solution. What says you, my brother? I made those statements straight up. <laughs> but from a theological perspective, from a biblical perspective, what is our problem? Well, I think, I think that's part of it. Mm -hmm. I think that's that's one of the elements of the problem. Right, is uh, uh, not having a father figure in the home to guide. Right. That's one of the, that's one of the reasons gangs are are such a big issue. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of these kids are raised by the gang. The right. father is is a derelict, and he won't raise his own kid. He they, they're just they're just produce kids, but they don't they don't take the responsibility to raise them. Mm. And, you know, it's usually a dad that's jumping around from woman to woman around around the neighborhood, around that area, and uh, impregnating a bunch of them. <laughs> and uh, he don't, and he leaves it to the woman to raise the kid. Yeah. I thought I lost you for a second. Are you froze? I think it froze just a second. <laughs> anyway, um, for just a second there, yeah. So I think that's a big problem. And then those kids are vulnerable. So mm -hmm. the gangs end up being becoming daddy and raising them. Or dad's a gangbanger himself. <laughs> yep. You know, and his dad before him was a gangbanger. And it's, it runs in the family. That's one of the other, one of the, one of them. But the thing is, is that those kids are easy to influence. And if somebody in the government wants to push an agenda... Uh, all they got to do is get the kid into therapy and put him on psycho, uh, psycho, uh, therapy drugs. You know, mm -hmm. I can't, I don't get the right name, but, uh, you know, psychological, like, uh, um, I can't think of the name of any of the drugs right now, but anyway, uh, put them on drugs, right. Mm -hmm. Put them on medication. 
And then you implant the right psychologist who's working for the government secretly, and uh, you start planting ideas in the kid's head. Yeah. I mean, that's that's how the, I think they've been doing that with a lot of these. If, if you notice, that didn't happen when Trump was in office. Yeah, right. When Obama was in office, we had a whole slew of this stuff going on, these shootings mm -hmm. and the riot, the summer of riots, right? Yeah. When um, now that uh, Trump's out and Biden is in, all of a sudden these shootings are happening again. Yeah. You know what I find? It's funny that, that you here. said that, the pattern, because yeah, you're, you're right. With Obama, it was a shooting pattern. And then when right. Trump came along, everything was racist, right? Mm-hmm. Now we're back to uh, shooting up, right? Yeah, they're, they're, I mean, their playbook is getting to be pretty easy to read now. Yeah, gun control first, and then we yeah. went to wokeness, CRT. Right. Oh, wait, we're back to gun well, control again. They, just look at Australia, and you've got their game plan. Yeah, yeah. They, they have locked that country down like a prison, but they took the guns away first. Mm. And they're, they have biological warfare going on. They're killing the citizens by biological warfare, by these shots, by these um, lab-created biological agents that they're, you know, releasing into society mm -hmm. and uh, killing people. The hospitals are killing people with their protocols. Mm. To, you know, take a, take a perfectly healthy person that goes in for some other reason. He tests positive for COVID, which, by the way, COVID was the, the, the CPR test. Did I say CPR? You said <laughs> anyway. CPR test. <laughs> COVID yeah. test. <laughs> yeah. Or the, the, anyway, or the, the, man, my mind is not. That uh, test. Yeah, the C, whatever. Yeah, it's not clicking. Usually I know what that is. PCR, <laughs> PCR test. Uh, it's not designed for um, for COVID to detect COVID. It's not mm. designed for that. It picks up dead DNA, and all of a sudden you have COVID. Mm. Right. So they put them in a COVID ward. They shove a, a, a respirator down their throat and give them remdesivir. Remdesivir, it, it's it's a drug that tears up the kidneys, tears up the certain organs in the body. And then uh, your lungs start filling up with liquid. You got a ventilator stuck down in there, and it kills you. Yeah. Protocols are killing people in the hospitals. And when you look at what Klaus Schwab has been saying, especially in uh, Davos this uh, past week when they've been in Davos talking, and uh, you look at Soros, and you look at all, you know the the whole group. They've been talking about depopulation. Bill Gates has been talking about it. They've all talked about it. I've been reading their materials. This is what they want. Yeah. Absolutely. But see, they know people are too lazy to read their materials or, they, or they're too busy being distracted by the television or sports or some, something trivial. And they won't dig in and get into the heavy-duty stuff. But apparently a lot of people are because the CEO of Moderna at Davos this past week was lamenting the fact that nobody wanted to take his uh, vaccine, his so-called vaccine. I call it a lethal injection. Hmm. They'd thrown away millions of vials because nobody wanted to, nobody wanted to take them. And then I see on the news, I'm looking, I'm clicking around and 
the Dallas coming out reported that uh, sports figures, politicians, and others have faked their cards. They f- they didn't take the shots. They yeah. faked it. They faked their COVID shot. Their the COVID cards mm-hmm. and pretending like they took the shot. Yeah. So yeah. they they paid somebody off. Of, you know they're rich and famous and influence that have influence and they could pay somebody off to make them a card. Yeah. Right. You know. And to, oh yeah, I got my shot. I got my shot. I got my booster. And they didn't. Because they know there's so much evil, brother, with them that honestly, to be like frank, this Ubaldi shooting is nothing for them. It's just this is the way, like you were saying, be able to control population, you know, and it's just going to happen. They can get over it, right? We'll just push for more gun laws, more stricter laws. And and then they're talking about food shortages. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to put, introduce another, it's this uh, monkeypox thing. So, and the whole reason is so they can begin to shut things out. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's an election year. Absolutely. I mean, so the, the, these people, you can read them like a book now. Mm-hmm. It's all come out in the open. And 2,000 mules is, is really destroying what everything they're doing. And yeah, um, yeah. the uh, organization, let me look at, look at this. I got this up here. I know we're running a long time already. My goodness. Time flies, brother. Time flies. <laughs> um, I wish I could say more, but uh, it's uh, uh, an investigator, Greg Phillips, drops a bomb. Investigators discovered multi multinational player and federal agencies involved in operation, a multinational deal involving billions of dollars. He said that 2,000 mules will look like child's play with what they come out next on the, on the, on the, um, Voter uh, fraud. Yeah, yeah. Patel Patriot was interviewing him, and he said, oh, you just wait. It's going to get even worse for those guys. Yeah. And then Fox News tries to deny that there was anything going on, and that uh, they tried to deny that 2,000 Mules has any uh, any validity to it. Oh, we fact-checked it. Well, everybody, we all know about fact-checking, don't we, folks? It's a, uh-huh. it's a crock of garbage. All right. They lie. The fact checkers are lying. Now, the guy who was on there, um, there was a representative from Alabama. What was his name? I I was going to play the video, but I don't have time now. Uh, But he was he ripped into the Fox News reporter. Yeah. And said, no, none of that's true. There's over 100. There's like he said there was like 160 Republican uh, representatives in Washington that are now 100% convinced that the, the election was, there was fraud yeah. in the election and it was stolen. One of the best lines that I came upon uh, when it came to a review of uh, the 2000 Mules uh, uh, documentary was, and this is somebody that was actually in the middle. He was in liberal, he was in uh, conservative, but he's in the middle and he watched it. And he's, this is his line, and I thought it was the greatest thing. Uh, but he said, this election was rigged, period, point blank. End of story. The left can kiss my blank. <laughs> can can kiss his Republican sticker, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> exactly. He's like, I'm neither a leftist or a right a rightist. I said I'm in the middle, but after okay. watching this, he's like, Nope, there was fraud. You, no, that's it. Period. They, they they did exactly what they wanted to do, and they accomplished it, and we fell for it. We did. We won't fall for it again. That's it. 
So, folks, go watch it. 2,000 Meals. I know there's some theaters that are showing it, but you can actually rent it, I believe, in a lot of these streaming uh, services. There's some streaming services, again, brother, trying to block it, not not making it available. There, there hmm, I wonder why. <laughs> apparently, there are some theaters saying they're, they're going to show it, and then they, they turn people away. Yep. They won't yep. let people go in and watch it. Amazing, bro. Yeah. So, this episode, this podcast, I mean, control, control, control. Yes, tragic what happened in Nivaldi. Our hearts, our prayers go to those families that lost uh, loved ones. Uh, but as my brother, the brain is uh, letting us, telling us the story behind what really is taking place in this country. And folks, do not be fooled. Uh, they're, 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 you know, they're trying to control. They're trying to depopulate. Uh, uh, you know, the globalists are trying to depopulate. They're trying to make us uh, disappear in many ways so they can control, you know, the majority of us. Brother, any last words before we close this episode down? No, the clock is going to force us. So, <laughs> folks, uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll put another one out. And uh, thanks for being a part of this audience. Uh, we hope this is a blessing to you. Remember, keep your mind sharp and heart pure. We'll see you next podcast. And we'll catch you on that flip side. You have been listening to the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. Hey there, ladies and gentlemen. We want to thank you for tuning in to listen to the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. It's a blessing to have you. We hope that you continue to enjoy the future episodes and to tune in and share away with others that might be interested. Uh, we wanted to thank our families for supporting us, especially our wives that uh, they put up with us. They allow us to have time to study and spend time uh, in the Word of God. And uh, in return, they help us as well and they keep us accountable. It's a blessing to have them in our lives. So we want to especially thank them. I uh, also want to thank uh, our church, uh, friends, and uh, the men's study that we have that we continue to encourage, be encouraged about. Thank all these people because they support us and pray for us, and uh, it's a blessing to have in our life. Other than that, I hope you continue to enjoy the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. That we will talk to you soon. More episodes to come your way. Other than that, I'm out. We're out. God bless you. <laughs>